So I'm with Claire Turner from Durham Roller Derby. Have I got that right, Claire? Yes. Right. What is Durham Roller Derby? Um, well, Durham Roller Derby is a league, uh, a group of people who train together twice a week, um, and we play quite a niche, special little sport um, that not that many people know about, but we're very keen to change that. Um, so we've been in existence since about 2014. Um, our numbers currently are the highest they've ever been. Um, so we're definitely on the recruitment drive, but in essence, the sport is a full contact. Um, think of it like, a little bit like rugby, a little bit like British Bulldog, and we play that on roller skates indoors. Uh-huh. Now I've been watching this for the past 20 minutes or so. This is brutal. Absolutely <laughs> It can be, it can be. Um, it, it is full contact. I mean, you can see that we're all wearing the safety kind of equipment, which protects us a lot more than other sports, like rugby, for example. Um, so we have full headgear, uh, mouth guard, wrists, elbows, knees. Uh, sometimes we can wear shin pads, sometimes we can wear arm guards if needs be. Um, but part, a lot of our sport, it looks brutal, but actually it's controlled, very controlled. Um, we, t we talk about it in terms of controlled aggression. There aren't that many opportunities for women in sport to be aggressive and be proud to be aggressive uh, and be celebrated for being aggressive. This is one of those places where we can be, but it is incredibly um, friendly and empowering in the same time. So, um, you know, if someone does a, a, a good hit on you, it's something to be kind of congratulated and we, we congratulate each other. We congratulate our rivals sometimes if we're playing a game and they and they put a real good move on us. Um, so it's, yeah, to the, to the untrained eye, I guess, same as watching a rugby game or a hockey game, it does look like, it's like, goodness, there's a lot going on there. But actually, it's very strategic. It's very thought through. Um, the game, the gameplay and the tactics that we, that we put together are trained over hours and hours to get it so that it's absolutely spot on. So what, what exactly is the aim? Because I can see people were skating in the circle. Mm-hmm. What, what's the aim? Okay, so the aim is, so you'll see certain people on track and they'll have um, a helmet cover which will have a star on. If you visualise them and think about them as being the ball, so they are the person or the, the, the responsibility lies with them to score the points. Everyone else who's on the track, their job is either to help that person if they're on their team or stop them. So you have a black team and a white team, for example. You'll have four blockers and four blockers. Um, and they're the people who are either helping their own point scorer or jammer through, or they are stopping the opposing jammer through. So it's offense and defense at the same time. For every person that you pass of the opposing team, you score a point and around and around and around we go for an hour. Um, we, we break the game up into two minute jams or maximum of two minute jams. Um, so the idea is to, get a, is to get your person with the star around for your own team as many times as possible to score as many points as possible in that time. Um, and then you reset and you start again. So it's a stop, start, stop, start, incredibly strategic, really fast paced, um, adrenaline like you've never known, um, watching it and also playing it too. Uh, but that's basically the objective of the game is to score more points than the other team. I mean, it looks brilliant, doesn't it? How does it get quite fast when you in full? It can do. It can do. So, so we have three-hour sessions on a Sunday, so we kind of work backwards. So the real dedicated guys, our advanced team, so our all-stars who are playing in the Five Nations this year, um, we train at half past nine on a Sunday morning. Like that's dedication, right? Yeah. Um, so half past nine for an hour, and that's full on, and that's the real high-intense like gameplay, and at that pace. 
and then our two from half past 10 till half past 11 is our rookie skaters that's a session you've just seen there so that's people who are just getting to know how the game works starting to understand some of the strategic side um, understanding the difference between the different roles and then this hour here uh, is our is our level one hour so this is our brand new skaters um, where we are learning how to be safe on skates how to move how to fall how to stop so our basic ability uh, to kind of travel around the track in a safe way so that then we can level them up and build them up and build them up. So at different levels, um, there's different levels of intensity. Um, and for some people, level one is where they're happy and they're, they're, they want to just learn how to skate so they can go to the rink and have a great time. Um, other people come and they are super hungry and they want to play games. Um, it just depends on what journey you're in individually, I guess. Okay. So you mentioned the competition that's taking place mm. in a couple of weeks. What's what, what's going on? Oh, it's everything. Um, so, the, so the Five Nations. It's just. It's, this is the first year it's been called the Five Nations. It's just been rebranded. It used to be called British Championships. Um, so it's a, a national, international competition. Um, so we are in the northern division of that. We haven't had any games, obviously, because of COVID. So it's been. This is like. This is since 2020 was our. We got one game in the British Championships before COVID stopped everything. So we did nothing in 21, nothing in 22. So this is our return. Um, and you can probably tell by the way I'm talking about it. It's we've been waiting for this a long time. Uh, we're very lucky that we're hosting the first game in this area, which is brilliant. Um, so we're selling tickets and, and kind of making a real big event of it there. Um, it's on the 1st of April at Newton Aycliffe Leisure Centre um, and there we will have two games taking place. We're playing first uh, and we're playing the Halifax Bruising Banditas who we have never played before. We know very little about them. Um, they've been keeping things quite quiet on the social media front. Um, so it's a bit of an unknown quantity. So we've got them in our first game and then the second game is Newcastle who are playing Hull. So they are two very well established, very old old teams that sounded rude <laughs> but they've been around a long time um, so we know Newcastle very well we know Hull very well um, so that'll be the second game um, but everything on that day the people that are in this room right now we are the people who are running the event wow. so we don't have any external people really we take care of everything from the promotion to the laying of the track to the uh, sponsors to the to the stall holders everything on that day we have organized um, and as a league that's that's the responsibility that we take so not everything we do is on the track it's also the administration and the running of the league we all do do those, those things as well that's remarkable how do you find the time to go all in um i don't know <laughs> we just do um I mean, you know there's, there's levels of dedication i guess and um you know this has been part of my life for seven years now um and i do i do an awful you know i do an awful lot but i love doing it because We've grown this from five people who came back after COVID. We had five. Wow. We're now up to 60 skaters. So that in itself makes it worth it. Yeah. Um, and we're growing all the time. You know, we'll have, we'll, we'll bring in on some new people straight after our game on April the 1st. Uh, so we're going to grow again. And that in itself is, is, the, is all the reward you need. Um, and it makes all the hard work worth it for sure. Yeah. How do you recruit them? Um, generally through social media. So TikTok actually does really well for us because uh, we're not afraid to make a fool of ourselves from time to time. Um, and we ha you know, we're, we're, a, we're a real mixed bunch um, in terms of kind of our jobs in our, in our, you know, where we're from. So you'll be amazed actually. It's, it's weird. So 
we, we went through a flurry of having loads of teachers join us. So one teacher would join and then people would hear about it in the staff room and then we'd have another five join. And currently it seems to be midwives. So we seem, we seem to have kind of let the NHS are really enjoying roller derby right now. So I don't know what that says about the NHS and, <laughs> and stress levels. But we, we come from all different walks of life and we are the biggest advocates for this sport. So we're the ones that are going around telling everybody, yeah. posting on our social media, um, you know, really talking about all the benefits of it, not just the team sports side, but the fact that we are a team of very powerful, strong women. Um, and even if you're not feeling that powerful or that strong, you can't help but feel more strong after, after kind of spending time with these guys. Um, so that in itself is kind of enough of an advert. Um, and then there are things like the film Whip It, which ma had a massive, like, so many people join. If you ask, probably, probably a third of the people kind of on track now will say, oh yeah, I saw Whip It at some point and thought, I want to do that. Um, and then there was the Birds of Prey film, um, the Harley Quinn film, and that had a roller derby scene in it. And again, people were like, oh my God, is that a real thing? Um, so that's where it comes from. Um, so we recruit, we're always kind of looking for people to convert. It's like a bit of a cult. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we do, we do organized intakes. So we bring people in and run through a 16 week training course with them in this level uh, to get them safe to skate before we then move them up and move them on and then eventually progress to gameplay. Yeah, this is brilliant. Do you work with youngsters as well? I used to, yeah. So um, we, we, there is a, we don't have a, unit, um, uh, a youth team in Durham currently, purely because we've got enough on our hands. Uh, it, is, it is the goal, it is the dream eventually. Yeah. Um, there is a team up in Newcastle who have a junior roller derby team, so they'll be a perfect kind of team. They're ready to play when we're ready. But it's just right now our priority is, is this group. Um, and we don't want to kind of spread ourselves too thin. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of funding and a lot of safeguarding and things that we'd need to get in place in order to make that happen. But yeah, one day I would love it. And I've got three small children of my own who I would just, when I'm old and gray and, and kind of retired, <laughs> to be able to watch them play would be incredible. Um, so yes, yeah, so that would be the eventual dream, I think. That sounds great, but I've got, a, I've got a secret for you. Go for it. You talk about this so passionately, you will not retire. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear that a bit. So, so even when I'm not playing on the track, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna be yelling at them from the middle and coaching and things still. And yeah, on game day, yeah, they ain't getting rid of me anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I agree. Well, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Very welcome. Brilliant.